0: Welcome to Property Profiles, I'm your host Hamish Bowman, I'm part of the Ray White Group and director of Ray White Projects. This podcast series is about diving deep into the lives of our guests to find out the highs and lows of their property journeys, what they have learnt and what they wish they knew. You as a listener will learn what knowledge they have leveraged from their careers to create successful property profiles. To kick off this brand new series I've invited in a power duo in the local scene, Jamie and Nikki Charman. Jamie is a former Brisbane Lions star turned buyer's agent, and Nikki runs the high-end clothing boutique on James Street, Clexico. Most people seem to know them for these attributes, but what they don't know is that they have been fostering a growing property portfolio. Let's welcome Jamie and Nikki Charman. Nikki Charman, Jamie Charman, thank you very much for joining us on the, the third series, Property Profiles. We had the downsizer series and. Um, Last year, we had The Collegiate, which was a lot of our colleagues, and finding out what happens behind the – underneath the bonnet, and this series, we want to sort of meet some more interesting people, sort of, um, that we've sort of got connections with. Yourself, Jamie, obviously, there's a a property angle, and Nikki, you've got the – one of the the best fashion shops and labels in the area, so we just thought – and you guys have a property thread as well, sort of, you've been buying and selling in and around the area. Um, So, welcome, and thanks very much. Thanks for having us on, no no, it. Pleasure. Feel honoured. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so I thought this is interesting, like, for, for obviously we know you guys, but in a minute or so, just a, a quick snapshot, obviously, Jamie, you're, you're an ex-AFL player. Yeah. Um, when did that all start?
1: Yeah, I, I pretty much started when I was a young kid at under seven. So mum and dad were Vic, Victorian. That was the, probably the reason why I got involved in it and then I got drafted. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get drafted in uh, 2000 um, and we were. I, was, I, was, I think of myself as very fortunate because in 01, 02, 03 and 04 we were in the grand final. Um, the club were in the grand final every year. So I landed at a really good time. Yeah. Um, but, like, going back to the property side of things, I, like I've always had an interest outside, mm. even when I was playing football, outside of that um, in the property space. So, you know. Know, doing some small developments and buying and, and selling real estate and uh, and that's probably what got me into what mm. I'm doing now mm. which is uh, owning my own buyer's agency.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that a bit later but you obviously got the, the buyer's agency now which is a, yeah. a great business and before that you were a real estate agent. Yeah, so yeah. AFL player, real estate agent,
1: buyer's agent. Yeah. 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 So um, or after pretty much after I finished so I did some coaching uh, with uh, Michael Voss who's senior coach. Mm. So I was assist- uh, one of the assistants uh, and then I was sort of also doing a commercial role at the football club um, and then obviously had, had gone into commercial property after that and then was looking to sort of maybe at one stage open up my, uh, my own Ray White. Mm-hmm. So I, worked, I, at Ray, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. worked at Ray White for two years yeah. and uh, and then after and that. you I, that out the park as well. So yeah, yeah,
0: you were, you
1: were yeah, it was just sort of starting to sort of go really well but I sort of I guess I saw a bit of a gap in the market um, of in the, in the buyer's agency space. Plus, you know, I just love helping people, you know, and I was sort of doing deals where I was helping buyers rather than selling mm, homes. So mm. it was a natural transition for me, Homish. Mm, I, mm. yeah. I imagine
0: with your connections, you'd, a lot of people say, hey, can you f- help me find something? Because Yeah. So I guess that's how, yeah. how that sort of happened. But Nikki yourself, just with yeah. the, everyone knows what you do now yeah. uh, and Colexico. Yeah. Previously, you did say just just walking in that you bought your first property at 20? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, you are local in Brisbane?
2: No, yeah. I grew up in Perth. Okay. So um, my first property I bought you know, when I was 20. Wow. But... Um,
0: For the listeners, that's a big step. I mean, to think that people are buying property to stay in age of 20 is almost unheard of. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, did you have a... How did you get funded? Did you get oh, mum and dad to help you? No, like it's just no,
2: no. I was doing the seven-day work thing. Really? Um, yeah, just saving all my cash. Yeah. Just working in fashion in a real in like a a sales store.
0: That's how I started in, into fashion. And what was the first purchase?
2: Uh, I bought a unit in um, West Perth, so walking distance to CBD. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was like a you know a six-pack like an old old yeah, old like yeah. a flats yeah, yeah. and then yeah so when I, I, I bought that and then a couple of years later i moved to brisbane so i, I rented that out to one of the old guys that was living downstairs mm-hmm. so um yeah that's how i got into the property game
0: and did you did you keep did you keep that sort of line of credit going when you bought something else or did you sell that yeah, and have to start no, again i i
2: kept that for a while yeah yeah, when I moved to Brisbane a few years later, I, I bought another apartment, and then a couple of years later, I bought another apartment.
0: Were um, they um, little refurbers, or did yeah, you? Yeah, they
2: were just little kind of six packs. No, they were they were a bit newer. Yeah. They were kind of like almost off the plan kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, but yeah, I was I was fortunate enough to be able to do that because then when I wanted to do my business, mm. the bank were very happy to mm. loan me because yeah. yeah there's
0: three properties, so probably, yeah. Cool. Great right that I could have them. What was your first, Jamie? Uh, I think would be interesting th- for the actually for the audience to know. Did were you? Yeah. Did you buy pre? No, I bought.
1: I bought what well, a couple of years in, um, in pretty much in two thousand two, two thousand three. So we bought this rundown place in Camp Hill. In Princess Street, so number 15, Princess Street, and I bought <laughs> you it always off, the a guy called yes. uh, Ben Cannon and uh, Nigel Somerville, yep. were both working for Ray, Ray White at the time and I, uh, so I bought my first home, both dads a builder by trade so uh, he sort of helped me sort of renovate it and we were, you know, put a deck out the back of a sort of post-war home and. And then end up getting a few mates from footy living with me. So yeah, it was a yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. And uh, it's uh, yeah, so that was pretty much first. But I was super house proud when I, yeah, when I bought my first place. You know, it was just this freedom and independency that I never thought you'd experience until yeah. you know. And you say house proud when you you know you finish a project and the renovation. So that probably I guess got me the bug in terms yeah.
0: of renovating and doing projects. So just fast forward, in, where in the journey did you guys meet? So we've, you bought and sold a few units. You you've have you sold Princess? You guys have met were, when we met. Yeah. So yeah. Where was that moment yeah, in kind of, time? Where did you guys? We've meet? done a few
1: sort of projects since we've been together. Yeah, you know, yeah. we've done a splitter at Hendra. We've done a few things in New Farm. So look, we've uh, it's always been a bit of an interest. Probably more so for me in terms of. It's probably my only way of sort of being creative. Nick mm. gets to be, I guess, creative in a job every day. So, um, When, you're doing, your your, together, yeah. when yeah. you're doing your
0: projects together, when you're doing your handrails or your new farms, how involved are you, Nicky?
2: Uh, I, I try and be involved as much as I can, but it's really Jamie's passion more than mine. Yeah. Like I, I'm there every step of the way, mm. but when it comes to finishings, colours... Mm-hmm. I can dress women and men all day, every yeah, day. Yeah. But when it comes to interiors yeah. and homes, yeah. I feel a little bit out of my depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Jamie agrees on that as well. <laughs>
1: You're at side tables.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's not my forte
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah. So going back, obviously a powerhouse in the in the fashion side of things. Do you guys, when you when you go decide to buy something together, you know, do do you? I mean, interesting. I'm trying to get a connection with the fashion and the property side. I mean, yeah. Jamie's talking about deals just before we were on air, and mm. you already you, you were talking about you, you know what's going on.
2: I yeah, do you I chat know it, on. You know, chat do chat about it. We chat about it every day yeah. when we're doing projects. Yeah. yeah. Um, what,
0: Jamie? What's um? I mean, what part of Nikki's fashion um, business now do you lean on? You know, sometimes it's always good to get a
1: Oh, look, it, I guess what I'll lean on in terms of Nick and, and look, it, it's probably got a bit more to do with the running of the business, you know, like with marketing, those sorts of things. And we also have the same
0: business coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, yeah, we yeah, yeah. realised so, yeah. which yeah. is, again, a great running. thing for people to do. Obviously, yeah. Tiger Woods has always had a coach, like Federer, yeah. like yeah. a lot of people don't have business coaches. I think yeah, it's a yeah, wonderful yeah. thing.
1: No, she's totally. been, uh, she's been fantastic, but, Look, I guess where we draw inspiration is like like we'll drive past houses that we're looking at buying for clients at the time. So it gets involved in those sorts mm. of conversations. And then pretty much with our own stuff, we do everything together, you know, in terms of what we're sort of looking at buying. We've sort of got to stage, I think, now we've got our own sort of taste and, and style and what we like. You know, yeah. like, we like we like things middle. that are old, that we can renovate. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we don't character. like the brand new things, but, but we like – places with character Mm -hmm. and we sort of get excited when we you know look at opportunities together in that sort of space where we can sort of add some value and add some flair
0: what's the um you've currently got a um, lovely property in new farm is there a sort of a five five year game plan you've obviously got kids i'm interested to see how you guys run two very high profile businesses and then run the family it's another dynamic the People are always challenge with. <laughs> cool. Is that, so, I mean, I think I heard you say also yeah. you've, you've just been to Mother's Day with the school. Yeah. You know, you look at your day; it's, it's hectic. You've got a big yeah. day. Fridays are a, a yeah. massive day for your yeah for your for your, for your business. Yeah. So, how do you sort of run it all? I mean, is it? It's.
2: We're so used to it now. Are you, well, are
0: you very structured as a couple, or are you just
2: um, routine? Routine. You Have to yeah. otherwise goes pear shaped. Mm. But.
1: That's everything from life, from exercise yeah. to you know running the business and, and things like that. Even for for Nick, you'd, you'd say that you know she's just constantly sprinting all
0: the time. Yeah, you know?
1: like now yeah, you're probably running 20, 25 plus staff. It's, yeah. it's it's uh, it's a big number. It's yeah. a, I
2: think just consistency is the key. Mm, you yeah. just got to keep doing, keeping everything in check at all times. Just
0: so. yeah. So you guys, are spinning. to regroup, do you sort of do mini vacays more or we I know you goes down yeah. the coast a bit? Yeah, um, like yeah.
1: even if we can get away for one night, you know, that's just to sort to of, win. <laughs> yeah. kids sometimes, it's nothing better, yeah. you know, to just have yeah. a night away, you know, just so you can have a chat, uh, yeah. have a decent conversation without someone butting in. Yeah. So we, we, we try as much as we can to sort of have some time away, but also because we're, both working, you do have that guilty. Yeah, you do feel guilty of being away from the kids as mm. well. Mm. So it's um. Gotta have
2: a balance. Yeah,
1: it's 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 trying to get the balance, which but is which sort is, of constantly. It's trying so to get, hard. It's
2: yeah. it's there's really yeah. Mm. I try to, but it's very rare to get. Balance.
0: And Jamie, you're about to embark on a thousand kilometre bike ride over seven days. Yeah, a, a, a great organisation called Chain Reaction. Yeah. which I was fortunate enough in 2014 to do. It's a great week. I love it. Yeah. Of, yeah, I've got fond memories of it. It's just finding a week. Yeah. And then the 10 weeks and Later weekends, which you, you know, <laughs> gets in on a Saturday <laughs> lunchtime and wants to sleep and eat for the rest of the day. Yeah. But really, yeah. really great property-orientated um, base of guys. Yeah.
1: Oh, look, there's, you know, uh, they raise an incredible amount of money, this Chain Reaction Group. Um, you they, a minute, they have yeah. it, you know, in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. So, um yeah, they raised uh, one of the years I've, I've been involved with. It, they raised about one point five million, so incredible amount of money. Mm. Um, but they have, look, they have so many different corporates from all walks of life and some amazing stories in there. So you get to spend a, an amazing week with all these people that mm. you probably wouldn't usually get to meet, um, and also raise money for a really good cause. Mm. Which mm. I, I, it's been, it's been an incredible. Not only network for me, but I, I probably did realise how much get out of um, doing the charity side of things. And when you finish, you just have this amazing feeling mm. of, of once you've finished the ride, mm. amazing achievement, but amazing to, you know, raise so much money. So Excellent. I think one of the years we uh, – the, the sponsors this year, AEIU, which, um, which is autism and then Traction, which are the two main charities, but Ronald McDonald House we were involved, you know, a few years ago. We fitted out a whole floor for Ronald McDonald House mm. in South Brisbane. So – it's yeah. It's 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 amazing once you can see it and, and see what the, where the money's going. It's uh, pretty. Are
0: yeah, you involved in your business and all any sort of charity work or?
2: Yeah. So recently, uh has partnered with a a charity called Styling Station, and it's based in Milton. Mm-hmm. And it um, it provides a space for women who've been affected by domestic violence to go and um, kind of regroup and have women like myself go in and help style them for mm. either job interviews or just life. So a lot of people ask me where do all the clothes go after sale um, twice a year or mm. what happens to the clothes that don't sell. Mm. So for the first couple of years I've, I was really quite stumped. I didn't know what to do with them mm. but I, I found a, um, a charity called Suiting for Success. Yep. And now I've moved with um, Styling Station, so all the clothes right. after sale get donated to this charity, which is an amazing cause.
0: Nice.
2: So, yeah, going there once a month to style women that have been, you know, um, you know, abused and emotionally, mentally, physically, and just yeah. having time out to spend with those women is very... Love it. Yeah, it's yeah. back to basics. Yeah.
0: So back to property thread. We had a quick chat. Obviously, you guys are both very successful, but sometimes things haven't necessarily worked out. We took property. I know your property transactions have worked. I remember you were trying to sell a property, basically, I think, in the Royal Commission. Like, nothing yeah. was selling. You know, no, and, no. in a great spot. I mean, yeah. this, time, yeah. it was this time, you know, it would be a different story. But And I know that you sold it, but there was a pause period there, wasn't there? I mean, how yeah. did you nice for the audience just to see how you guys reacted when things weren't just rosy you know and, yeah. and you know
1: like it's it sometimes just I it's the luck of the saying, hey, draw mate, sometimes with yeah. the, the, the luck of the market too you know yeah. like that was just unfortunate the project yeah. sort of finished right then and there like we did sort of lose out but we spent so much time actually putting into the property and things like that so but look there's been a number of sort of things along the way that, yeah. you know, like property market's super hot when you mm. sort of start the project and then, you know, mm. by the end of it, it's sort of...
2: Yeah. There's
0: an election or something. Yeah. We
2: had a house in Chemside
0: Street. Yeah, that's right, yeah.
2: And when, right. when we, you know, finished all the refurb and then it was time to sell uh, the local... Government decided to do roadworks right out front of our street for the next three months. Yeah. So literally,
1: yeah. we put the for sale <laughs> sign up. We yeah. went to do the open on the Saturday, and yeah. literally on the Friday, they blocked off uh, the whole street.
2: Uh, Steamrollers, like everything, just high, just stuck there for months, and no one could even get to our property. And uh, we
1: couldn't even get into a driveway. Like,
2: <laughs> We've been there for six years, yeah. and, and the only time we, we go to sell, upgraded the roads. Yeah. Unbelievable. So they were just yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a little bit of a.
0: Yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> so very basic. Um, Ed, Ed, but look, you know, with yeah. all that, you know, like you with the projects you, that you do, you can't like look like back. Toys. You just move on and yeah. you know yeah, look for the next instantly. thing.
1: But look, we've you know, there's some things that we've done really well yeah. out of, and then there's other things that we've we look back on mm-hmm. and go, on, oh yeah, we probably would have done that differently. But mm-hmm. look, I think you learn from it every yeah. every single time. And um, you well, know, property enthusiasts
0: yeah. that are watching. I mean, just obviously it's your daily business, but any basic property advice you'd give for
1: for people? Oh, look, I I think if you can always buy in good areas, good streets, um, you know, buy something, if you can buy something a little bit unique that people want, Mm. um, not unique in terms of the other way, uh, I I certainly think it's going to help you in terms of if you, whether you're doing a project or you go to resell, um, it certainly helps. So... You know, like the old saying of buying the worst house in the best street is is so true. Mm. And um, look, even with our business now, you know, that's probably our philosophy is trying to buy good property in good areas, mm-hmm. good streets, and buy it at, at a really good price for our clients. Not we, that you want to hear that just, as a real estate agent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we just did a transaction like this. Quite an old um, beautiful street. Yeah. A great yeah. suburb. Yep. house. probably... Yeah, needs needs some work. Big and a
1: huge, and a huge block of land. Yeah, a happy client, yeah, with, and a yeah. happy
0: seller's just with moving on, downsizing into into new thing.
1: Like even we're we're buying a um, uh, buying a wool store at the moment mm. for a client, and if you know, like, there's so many wool stores out there, mm. but this particular run what we found is got views to the river, mm. never going to be built out. Mm. You know. You know, it's top floor, high ceilings. It's unique. That's the sort of stuff that you to yeah. buy. Yeah. You know, East for facing. for clients that yeah. you know that you know, in in a few years' time, they're, they're going to make yeah. they're, they're going to make money on it. Yeah. And even if the, the market does uh, come down, mm. they're still they're still not going to lose out. Mm. So I think it's really important that you you do buy really well. Like for us um, now, you know, we we we've, we've changed because we're close to the school now. Where yeah you know, it's where important. we are in, in New Farm. So, yeah. like, our, for us it's convenience and, and I guess how our, our lives change where we probably wouldn't have thought that, you that know, just
0: before moved kids. To the from Brookfield to be in the school catchment, like Churchy. Yeah. So it's just it's just we're all so time poor. You can't sit in a car for 40, yeah. 50 minutes. And, Nicky, you're just business principles, like what your philosophy, you know, when you sort of, you know, if Jamie's talking about what he – would look at in his business, yeah. in your business, what are the sort of what are the um, things that you think of? I mean,
2: I think that when I if I've got a gut feeling, I know that I have to go for it, yeah. and just keep going when mm-hmm. I do have a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, not procrastinate. Just every day, if I can just chip away at my idea or goal, then I know that I'm getting somewhere with it. Yeah. Um, and always, I think, have a crack. Yeah, you gotta give a bit got crack. It. Yeah. Like
0: I mean that's a big step yeah. taking retail space. I mean in James Street, Calisle, like, yeah. They like not mean a high it's demand. Like,
2: yeah. If you build it, they will come. If yeah, you're but, really passionate about yeah. what you've got. Um, and it's adding value. If yeah. it's not adding value, then there's no point.
0: So there's always nice can, champagne in there. I yes, hear yeah. every day. It's
2: creating an experience <laughs> that yeah. you can't buy from buying something online. Yeah. You know, just yeah. making a difference and and making connection with people is yeah. is a highlight of my day. I love it. Yeah.
0: All right, guys, we're going to wrap up just a couple of um, fast and furious questions for both of you. Um, if you guys went out for okay. that one night when you guys didn't have the kids and you wanted to have a first drink, what is it? What's the first drink at the wine bar for both of
1: you? I know. I definitely know what Nikki's is every time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always. Yeah. Well, you you say yours first. <laughs>
2: Well, it used to be a gin and tonic, but yeah. now it's champagne all the way. Champagne <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And on plain and simple, good beer. So a good so beer, yeah, a good good beer to sort of start yeah. off but oh, yeah. we always, always, always Those end always up on, on gin and tonics. Yeah. yeah. Lots of lime, lots of ice.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Short glass. Short glass. No
2: straw. Long haul no flight. Number.
0: long well we can't do it at the moment, but if we were you're able to get over to Heathrow and you had to pick someone, male or female, Nikki. You can go male uh, if you want to.
2: Mine's pretty Typical, I'd love to um, meet Anna Winter. She's the Vogue editor. Nice, I love it. She's got an amazing life story. She would have said Kate Uh, (laughs) Moss.
0: That'd be interesting. (laughs) We've (laughs) been (laughs) there.
2: Oh, we were rubbing shoulders in Paris one night, so no. Um, But yeah, Anna Winter, she's super inspiring. She's um, had a long, interesting life and she's editor of Vogue in her 70s, so. she got a good
0: book, did not she?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Jane? I I'd actually
1: I, I'm gonna try something. I reckon I'd go Hugh Jackman. I reckon Jackman, I've always yeah, yeah. just had this thing yeah. with Hugh Jackman. I've yeah. just always liked him, so I reckon he'd be a bit of fun to uh, have a few drinks with on the plate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Last Supper meal. Oh,
1: I'd, <laughs> I heard. One of my favourite is is Moscone with their pork. <laughs> um, cotoletta <Cotoleta. laughs> yeah, It's this yeah. pork cutlet and they do this sauce with it and it is unbelievable so that's my uh
0: and they're good at matching last meal. It down there too aren't they yeah they yeah. do they just yeah, say go for does. it he does. He does yeah thank you
2: yeah. uh mine would have to be jamie's toasted cheese sandwich 2am in the morning rolling in after <laughs> drinks <laughs> he makes the best toasty there you go so, there you go
0: where would you learn that skill? Oh, it's not art. It's, in, not, in art, I mean, it's <laughs> not art. Princess Street. Yeah, It's not art. I think it
2: was from your mother.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to really it's light up It's got to be on the
2: pan. Heat. It's got to be covered in butter. It's like <laughs> oh, man.
0: Butter. I'm all on one now. <laughs> um, and um, for people also interested in what you're listening or reading, or you know, podcasts are yep. interesting. What's what are you reading? Good.
1: Yeah, I'm reading Elon Musk's book at the moment, which is quite interesting to see where he's uh, come from. But yeah, amazing, amazing guy. And and talk about like an entrepreneur, just sort of, Mm. you know, whatever he believes in at the time, he just throws everything into it. So I
0: heard um, he's still in his whole day, he's still 85% engineer and 15% business. Like that's what he loves. He goes into the the factories and he's all about the new product. Those sorts of things, yeah. So, yeah. amazing thing. I mean, yeah. think how much business he's got. Yeah, and if, if it's yeah. only fifteen percent, started a
1: whole rocket company, which ends up being SpaceX because everyone was spending thirty million dollars on rockets to get satellites up in the sky. He decides to change that whole space and does it for six million. Yeah. You know, so yeah. undercuts every every other mm. rocket company in the uh, in the market. So amazing, amazing story. Yeah, it was give give me a new appreciation uh, for him. After reading
2: his book? Um, I just finished Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. So all about the Nike story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Um,
0: a lot of people read that at the moment. Yes. Yeah. 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 What was the take home from that?
2: Um, I love that the only regret he had after finishing it all, that he couldn't do it again, really the whole experience.
0: God.
2: That was, yeah, it was the determination um, and never giving up, just do yeah. it. Like, yeah, it's a cool story.
0: And i just... Had a flashback then, Anzac Day. I remember dropping my son to the churchy service, and I was waiting because I had to wait half an hour. And you were on the radio, yeah, four BC. after yeah. <laughs> and I texted, him thinking at least someone's listening to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you're the only one. There's I an think. amazing story, and, and we don't want to go through it now. Yeah. but You just give us a snapshot of it. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we are very, very touching. touching. We just got,
1: uh, we just got. Yeah. Um, Married, we we're over on our honeymoon, and I've always had this fascination with uh, uh, with World War One, World War Two. But uh, I had a great uncle who was obviously died over there in mm-hmm. a place called Pozieres, which is mm-hmm. in south, uh, north of France. So we decided to go see his headstone while we were there. We'd spent a whole day with this lady, and he had died in the same grave with another guy, another guy, an Australian soldier called Tom Mummery. So both of them are so both of them are buried side by side in this beautiful um, cemetery, and uh, we walked in at four o'clock in the afternoon. No one else around. There's like a thousand headstones there, and we just you know we took some pics and and uh, you know I guess taking it all in and um, and then all of a sudden um, and we've got the records to show that they died um, on the same day in the grave. Uh, and then, sorry, and side by side next to us in two graves, and uh, all of a sudden, this lady walks in, and out of a thousand heads, homes, she walks straight down to our row, right beside us, and uh, it's Tom Mummery's great granddaughter. And uh What's the chances? What are the chances? You're you're there at the same time on the same day, literally a hundred plus years later. <laughs> it was one of the most yeah. know, like it was. It was amazing, like like the feeling that you actually got was like pins and needles. And I had to take time out. I actually had some tears. And I showed her the records and she didn't know that they'd obviously passed away at the same time, 105 years ago. And um, yeah, it was was a pretty special moment. You knew that you were there at the right time at the right place. So I knew that I'd married the right person. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that
0: special moment... Thanks very much, guys. Friday, very busy day. Um, thanks, And thanks. Jamie, yeah. thanks very much for coming. And um, have a great weekend and we'll see you very shortly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the next edition of Property Profiles.